fucking Saturday. This is Danger Close USA. Angry American Podcast Radio. And your host, the voice of Angry Angels. Yeah, whatever that fucking means. Jeff Kaufman. So, um, you know, I did a little research last night because, well, you know, almost every episode I open my episode with a little playing of uh, my favorite band of all time. As loud as I can handle it. Metallica. And I found out that Kirk Hammett, the lead guitarist, for Metallica um, does not like Trump and I also read a few tidbits from the rest of the band and uh, <clears throat> I was worried because I, I play their music like I said at the opening of every one of my shows and I don't want to get in trouble I don't want to get in trouble and I actually I, I wrote Metallica I've never heard anything back from them just asking for permission just to you know play random Metallica songs for just a few Maybe up to a minute to a minute and a half of my podcast, you know, just a little break there, or, you know, in the intro of my show, and I never heard back from them. And I'm thinking, well, maybe, uh, you know, because they're not very, they're not political. I mean, I, I don't ever remember them ever being political before. And when Kirk Hammett opened up about how he felt about Donald Trump, it was the first time I ever heard anything political from the band. And I've been a fan of the band for fucking ever. I mean, for fucking ever. Um, I, I, I just, you know, what can I say? So I kind of was worried maybe, you know, I might get in trouble for playing their music. You know, they could, you know, copyright laws and everything else. And I was thinking, well, fuck, I don't want to get in trouble. And I like my podcast and I like to keep it up and I don't want to get in trouble for playing their music. Um, so I feel a little more confident about playing their music uh, at the beginning of my show because, well, it is what it is. Um, but I, you know, again, I don't, they're not a, they're not a political band. You know, um, you know, in contrast, you know, Megadeth, Megadeth has always been a little political. Um, as a matter of fact, they had a hit that came out that had uh, George Bush Sr. Read my lips, little tidbit in there. I mean, uh, and Dave Mustaine's a, a, a pretty cool guy. I, I always liked Dave Mustaine. Um, but he is political. Um, he does have his political and religious beliefs, and, and I respect that. You know, I've always been a, a Metallica fan. I've always been a Megadeth fan. I've always been, I mean, you name it, dude. Um, I was always a Pantera fan until uh, their lead singer came out and said some racist shit. Um, so I've kind of don't like him anymore. I still listen to their music, but uh, don't care for the band, if that makes any sense. Um, I mean, I, Pantera has some really heavy shit. I really like their music. Always have. Um, but uh, the little speech that uh, Philip uh, made uh, one day, or I think more than once uh, on stage, about white power, uh, you know, I, fuck them. I'm sorry. You know, fuck them. Uh, Dimebag Daryl's death. and it, You know, I, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I, I've, I've got a lot of respect for their music, but I have no respect for the band, if that makes any sense at all. 
But Metallica, on the other hand, they all seem to be really great guys. I've been to, I don't even, I can't even remember how many concerts, Metallica concerts, when I was young. When I was in like junior high, I went to two concerts. Snuck out of the house, man. And like, I can't remember. I mean, it was like, I told my parents I was going to bed. And we, I had like two hours to get there. My friends were picking me up and they were actually like waiting for me a block away. And I snuck out of the house. I think it was like, fuck, I don't even remember, dude. And I never got caught. And I don't, I don't, still to this day do not know how I did not get caught. Because I like literally went to bed three times earlier than normal. You know, like I'm going to bed. It's only 7.30. I know, you know. Um, and then I got permission to actually go to a concert. And then uh, there was a couple other ones I went to. And we had a buddy that... Uh, we had a friend that actually paid for us to go unexpectedly one day. Just we were at, we were having band practice with this guy named Rodney. He was our bassist and a really great guy. Opened his house up to us, and you know we practiced at his house for a couple months. And um, one day we showed up for practice, and he said, "You know what? Fuck practice. Fuck it. How'd you guys like to go to a Metallica concert?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah." Let me add that to my bedpost of scratch marks of every time I've gone to a Metallica concert. Yeah, it was one of the best ones I ever been to. Uh, it, it was a Black Album tour. Um, it was the Clamshell stage. It was just insane, dude. It was probably the best. It literally, I, I mean, seriously, I'm not even kidding. All the concerts I've been to, from freaking Van Halen, Sammy Hagar, um, Joe Satriani, I, I, or Santana, I should say. Um, sorry messed that one up, um, but, you know, I've been to a shit ton of concerts, shit ton, and I, just, just to be completely honest, not ass-kissing Metallica here, the best concert I've ever been to was that Black Album Tour, the sound was perfect, the stage was phenomenal, the, they played their asses off, uh, it was definitely worth every dime that was spent, um, it was just a phenomenal fucking concert. I, I mean, it was just phenomenal. Like I said, the music was the music was dead on. The sound quality was phenomenal. It was just fucking badass. Fort Myers, Florida, if I remember right. Um, it was just it was just incredible, dude. It was probably the best concert I've ever been to. Um. No matter the genre that I've I've listened to over the years, I mean I've been to jazz concerts and blues festivals and you know really great times on a, on a lot of different levels. But as far as um, playmanship and and just overall entertainment and just incredible fucking awesomeness, it was definitely the Black Album Tour of Metallica and a couple of the concerts I went to before were really good. I mean they were badass, but um, it weren't nothing like. Nothing like that uh, That show Nothing like it It was just Fucking man Badass I, I remember it well I remember we got there And we had like uh, We had like Nosebleed seats And the guy That was uh, It was three of us We all just snuck out Like the, the, And just went down Into the uh, The arena and, and walked across And finally Next thing I know I was at the front I mean right there And it was just Fucking badass Badass. I'm sure I lost a few tidbits of hearing. I'm just saying, it was just fucking phenomenal, dude. Um, so, you know, letting go of Metallica for a minute. I'm going to talk about something else in just a second. 
And, you know, I, I was reading, I, we're going to talk about Donald Trump's attack um, on Greta. And I, I really, you know, I, I'm beside myself. I'm beside myself. The double standards and the bullshit mularchy that they throw at this woman. And I mean, sorry, well, she is a young woman. She's 16. I mean, I'm going to call her a woman because I mean, I'm not saying, you know, whatever. I'm just saying she's a young lady. I think she's more than a young lady. She's a phenomenal person. Um, she's autistic. My son is autistic. Um, and, you know, the, the, just read the shit that the president, I, 200 tweets in one day. 200 tweets of fucking bullshit in one day. But I, I'm going to talk about it in a minute. Actually, right now, I'm going shopping for my wife's birthday. My wife uh, celebrates her birthdays, or celebrates everybody's birthdays on the weekends. Because I work, and the kids are at school, and instead of just celebrating on our birthdays, on exact dates, we try to celebrate them on, like, a weekend before or the weekend after. Well, this happens to be her birthday weekend, and I, I've got to get something for her. It might not be much, but in my heart, you know, I told her I was going to get her a scary movie, and she wanted to see the new Saw and I was thinking about doing that. I really don't have a lot of money. But um, I want to do something special for her. And uh, that's what we're working on. But uh, before I get to that, um, I'm just going to I'm gonna take a moment just to, you know, I, after everything I read from Donald Trump, his attacks on this young lady, everything I read, he, I mean, it was like over 200 tweets in one day. All about the impeachment, all about this. I mean, the attacks on Greta Thornburg. Um, Thornburg, I think it was, I can't remember how to say her last name, I'm sorry. I'm just like, you know, what the fuck? I mean, let me get this straight. Let me just get this straight. I mean, I mean, literally, I've seen Fox News. What was it, Laura Ingram? actually compared her to a Nazi. I'm serious. So, I, I, I just want to try to understand this. Speaking up about global warming in the defense of the planet to which we all live on earns you the abstract comparison to a Nazi. And I say abstract because it's completely fucking bullshit that someone can say, oh, Greta's a Nazi. I mean, really? I mean, come on. How much fucking drugs are you on? I mean, what are you snorting and smoking at the same time? What are you shooting up? Because you would have to be fucking high as a kite to try to tell me that this young lady, because she cares about her environment, because she cares about this planet, is a fucking Nazi? Really? I mean, really? Are you, are you, I mean, dude, uh, fuck.
so fucking dirty, they can't wash it off. They can't get forgiveness. They are traitors to this country. Fox News is a traitor to this country. Trump is the puppet master of them all. Fuck him. stand for this shit. I won't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to ignore it. I'm going to call it out when I see it. America's better than this. These assholes and dipshits, cowards, con artists, liars, propagandists, bullshit artists, they all should be ashamed of what they're doing to this country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blame the Democrats for pointing out the obvious. Trump needs to be impeached. It's not about not liking him. It's about what he's doing to this nation. What is he doing? He's not done anything wrong. Give me a break can't lead this nation. He doesn't have the ability to lead this nation. This is Danger Close USA, Angry American Podcast Radio, and your host with big, hairy balls of steel, Jeff Kaufman. I'll be right back.
I've had a, I had an altercation last night with a Trump supporter who went through all of my feed, all of it, going like back to when I first joined, trying to shame me, trying to shame me. You know, 97% of poverty-stricken counties, this is the truth. 97% of poverty-stricken counties in the United States are in red states. And they're red counties. 97%. I want you to think about that for a second. 97% of counties that are poverty-stricken in the United States are Republican-run. 97%. They haven't done anything for the poverty in this nation ever. And they will fight tooth and nail for the greed and wealth that they contain. It's always somebody else's fault when you're impoverished. It's always somebody else's fault, right? No. It's your fault, right? Can't find a job, it's because it's your fault can't afford to take care of bills because it's your fault, right? But they'll spend $218 million to build a 10-mile long road. Not even 10 miles. I don't even know. I live in a, I live in a red county, in a red state, that's extremely poverty-stricken. But they'll go out and they'll spend a shit ton of fucking money to fix stupid shit that should have fixed in the first place. I mean, it was, it would probably had been cheaper to build a new courthouse, but instead they decided to renovate it because it's a historical landmark. The amount of money they spent just to renovate it, just the money they spent to renovate it would have built a new fucking courthouse. But it doesn't matter. The right will cheer indefinitely, even while they're getting screwed. Even when the President of the United States threatening to take their food stamps, they'll cheer. They'll cheer right to the grave. 
Because it's not about decency. It's not about caring or humanity or humility. It's about winning. It's about winning. It's about having that gold star. It's about, yeah, I'm a winner. Because I pick on people or I harass people. Or like this douchebag yesterday. Blatantly tried all night long to shame me. All night. Literally, my phone was going off all night. Some douchebag. There was a woman, supposedly. But I couldn't tell because they never show their face. You know, Republicans are good for that. They're cowards. They're embarrassed by their president. And on their social media accounts, they will not show their face. They won't. Because they're embarrassed by the president of the United States. They're embarrassed that he's their president. Oh, no, they won't admit to that. They won't come out and say that. They'll defend him tooth and nail. As long as they're anonymous. As long as they don't have to show their face. They'll defend racism. They'll defend racism till they're blue in the face. As long as they don't need to show their face. As long as they don't have to be identified. As long as they can keep their hatred and who they are coveted, hidden. As long as they don't have to actually prove who they are, they will say anything they want. They don't care. It's, it's, it's something I've noticed. I don't know about you, but on a lot of Twitter feeds, Facebook, and I don't spend a whole lot of time online. But whenever you encounter someone who's, who's you know, defending Donald Trump, their profile picture is not existent. It's a cartoon. Or it's some meme. Or it's some non-identifying picture. Picture of scenery or a sports car. Or Daffy Duck. But it's never their fucking face. Never their face. I mean, yeah, there are plenty of people that show their face. But the majority, the majority are cowards. Cowards. And this is how their racism thrives. It's how their racism thrives. See, behind closed doors, they can be as racist as they want. Behind closed doors, they can call all the ethnicities and all the creeds and religions they don't like all the little slang names they want. Out in public, no, they don't do that. They hide it. They keep it hidden. They keep it tucked in their back pocket. That's how they can thrive on their racism. In the right circles, it's okay for them to exercise their hate because there's no consequence for it. But when they're out in the open and they exercise their hate and they get what's coming to them, then they cry, poor me, oh, poor me. They'll call a black person the N-word. Get their ass beat for it. And then go, but it's my freedom of speech. Hate isn't freedom of speech. Hate speech isn't freedom. Hate speech is oppression. 
Hate speech is hate. It's not a freedom. You can express yourself, feel free. But deal with the fucking consequences. You want to be a hateful little prick? Go be a hateful little prick. But don't cry to me when your ass gets beat or your kid gets beat. Don't go whining and crying to the entire world sniveling like a little jerk-off because your son got his ass beat on a bus or your daughter got knocked to the ground because they decide to exercise their freedom of speech and use hate to get a reaction. And the reaction they get isn't what they want. They believe, most white supremacists believe, they are superior. They're superior to black people. They're superior to white people. White trash. They're superior to Jews. They're superior, superior, superior. When they try to implement that supremacy, they get their asses beat. I mean, you know, get on a bus with predominantly black people and scream the N-word. Call them all a bunch of N-words. Go ahead. What exactly do you think is going to happen? I mean, what's going to be the outcome? Are you going to get your ass beat? Yeah. Absolutely. And you're going to deserve every licking you get. You're not going to catch my kids doing that. You catch one of my kids saying something like that, like this kid, or like the Covington Catholic boys, the way they acted. You catch one of my kids acting like that, by all means, whoop their ass. Whoop it. Don't kill them, please. But whoop their ass. But here's the thing. You won't catch one of my kids acting like that. You won't catch one of my kids using the N-word. You won't catch one of my kids exercising their freedom of speech to be hateful, to oppress another human being. Why? Why do you think they won't? Because I'm a parent that actually talks to them about this shit. I have no problem telling them what I think of racists, what I think of bigots, what I think of Donald Trump, what I think of anybody and anybody who supports him. I have no problem telling them to defend other people. I have no problem telling them to stand up for themselves. I have no problem telling them to stand up for other people. I have no problem with them throwing a punch against a racist coward. You want to suspend my kid? Go ahead, but it's going to be for a good goddamn reason. I promise you that. You won't be suspending them because they were hatred little pricks. You won't suspend them for doing something wrong. I guarantee it. If you ever have, if my if my kid's school ever just suspends one of my children, I can guarantee it'll be an honorable act that gets him to suspended. I guarantee fucking it. Why? Because they've already been there. My stepson is quarter black, East Indian, beautiful, magnificent young man, beautiful, magnificent young man. My son, intelligent, caring. Big-hearted. And both my sons. I'm just categorizing them so you understand. My stepson is my son. He may not be my flesh and blood, 
but I would give my life for him in a heartbeat. He is my son. My son, my blood son, whatever you want to call him. My sons! <laughs> my two boys that live with me. They're individuals. My stepson is about six foot five. I don't even know how fucking tall he is. Built like a fucking... Like a fucking Spartan. <laughs> Looks like a fucking Spartan. He's more cut than a diamond. Beautiful fucking kid. Smart, intelligent. You ever use that N-word around him, you can expect to get your ass beat. Or at least he's gonna fucking try. Guarantee it. My son Taylor, he won't put up with shit. He'll probably get his ass beat trying. But I guarantee you, you use the N-word around him, you're going to be dealing with him. And he's got blocks for fists. He's autistic, but he's intelligent, and he's forthright, and he's caring, and his big freaking heart. But he also, he's, uh, he, he gets angry, you're fucked, I'm just letting you know. It's, you're fucked. My two daughters, they have been exposed to racism their whole entire lives. Exposed to it. Not at home. At school. But their heart is in the right place. And we've had conversations. Plenty of conversations. Some white girl at her school told her that marrying a black person is a sin. That black people and white people should not mix their blood. It's in the Bible, apparently. My daughter came home and asked me that question, and I said, what do you think? Do you think God thinks that you should not have a black boyfriend? Or do you think that little girl's dad thinks she should not have a black girlfriend? Yeah. If you're that shallow and inept as a human being, you shouldn't have fucking kids. Because you're raising little kids to be little hatred. Jerk-offs. Sorry, hate-filled jerk-offs. But I, I, I'm just saying, you ever catch one of my kids using the N-word or racism in any way, shape, or form, beat their ass. You have my permission. But it won't happen. I know it won't happen because they don't practice that. I don't practice that. Their mother doesn't practice that. They know where I stand. My God, they know where I stand. If I catch them, I'll beat their ass. Sorry, Child Protective Services. I do believe in corporal punishment. Not really punching them or anything, but trust me. There will be a red hand on their buttocks. And by God, if, if that's an arrestable offense, kiss my fucking ass. I don't randomly beat my children. They have to actually do something stupid for that. And I still don't beat them. I just reprimand them. Like a good parent should. And you know why? You know why? My kids don't do that stupid shit. I'll tell you why. Because they know that their father 
would kick someone's ass for using the N-word. And they know how I feel about it. Hopefully they emulate that. I'll be right back. It was a heavy metal band. Um, never went anywhere. I, I I don't even know. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we did get signed, I guess, by Peg- Pegasus Studios in Venice, Florida. But it fell through because I was no longer in the band. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was in. Uh, I was in a lot of trouble when I was young. I was. I was. God. You know, you wake up in a warehouse where everybody practices. On a couch that should have been thrown away about 40 years ago. High as a kite. Covered in vomit. And you, and you tend to go, you know, I'm not doing too well. You know, having sex with multiple fucking women at different times. And, uh, you know, all because you had long hair and you looked good. You know, it's like the worst fucking thing in the world and you're good looking. I'm serious. I was really good looking when I was younger. I had long hair. I was like the redneck version of Fabio. Well, I'm not a redneck, though, but, you know, I was a bit of a country boy. Uh, you know, long-haired version of, uh, like, a southern boy, not so much redneck, Fabio. And, um, because I'm not a redneck. And I literally, I, I got a piece of ass all the time. I mean, it was, it was like, you know, I, it's nothing to be proud of. I'm not proud of it. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm I, you know, I did what I did when I was young. Okay, I regret it. I regret every bit of it. But you know, it was fun. It was fun. But uh, you tend to want to get married and settle down eventually. You tend to. I mean, I do anyways. Not every man's the same. Some men prefer prefer to just have multiple sexual partners, get AIDS, and die. 
I myself didn't want to get AIDS and die, and I wanted to have a family. And I settled down once, twice, three times my lady. Once, twice, three times my lady. I don't know what the fuck that means. But yeah, you know, I had long hair, was in a band, and uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't hard to, uh, you know, God knows there could be there could be like multitudes of little Jeffreys running around. Hopefully not, but uh, there, there's a good possibility. I mean, just saying, I was irresponsible, dumb, stupid. But uh, you know, that was the day and age, dude. You know, '90s. You know, it was all rock and roll, heavy metal. At least for me, anyways. Rap was a thing, but I wasn't into rap. I did like Tupac, but I know why I'm talking about myself. I'm sorry. It's kind of boring. I shouldn't talk about myself. What I really wanted to do today is go hunting. I, I've been wanting to go hunting all throughout the fucking hunting season and haven't been able to. And I think today's like the last day. But I, I doubt I will because I have to work and I'm tired and I'm beat. I've got an ankle that's that's swelled up. I've got a shoulder that's all fucked up. i got a wrist. It feels like someone fucking put a nail in it. It's just, I don't know. It's hard work doing what I do. It really is. It's hard work. But, you know, it's worth it. You know, kind of. If they give me a raise, it'll definitely be worth it. They need to give me a big raise. $2 an hour would be fucking great. But, um, you know, I'm a hard worker. I uh, don't stand around. You won't fa- you, you won't catch me standing around with my thumb up my ass. Uh, when there's work to be done, I do it. Um, I'm not scared of hard work. I'm not afraid of hard work. Hard work is more afraid of me, trust me. I don't know why I'm talking about all this stupid shit. This is Danger Close USA, angry American podcast radio, and your host, Jeff Kaufman, reminding you to spay and neuter your Republican. God bless America. You know, I, I really try to be fun, and I try to have a good time, and, I, and I'm sorry. I really am. I'm, I'm hoping eventually Donald Trump will be impeached. Removed from office, whatever. And we can talk about better things. I can talk more about the things I enjoy doing. Like kayaking and fishing and hunting. Playing the guitar. My children. Our pets. (coughs) But um, for right now, we're kind of, well, we are where we are. God bless America. Fuck Donald Trump. And oh look, I got I got some crazy fuckers walking up the road. This ought to be interesting. Crazy fuckers. Crazy fuckers. I'm run you over. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that was interesting. That was interesting. I've got a weird neighborhood. We got some crackheads. A couple of them. Well, more than a couple. We've got some serious crackheads. And, um... Duly noted, they all have bicycles. And no car. And they live in my fucking neighborhood. And, uh, our car... Our house was actually broken into the other day. But see, we have what we like to call a security feature. Um, one big fucking goddamn dog. One other big goddamn fucking dog. And you will not make it into my house. I promise you. You might be able to pry my door open. I don't know how you did it, but you might have pried my door open and thought, oh, they're just little doggies. 
And then you get the door open, and Big Mama, she's a little bit of a quirk. She's She'll lay there quietly. She's uh, one of those dogs that just sits there quietly. The other dogs will be barking. Row, 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 row. She'll just sit there, you know, come on in, because I'm going to eat your ass. And then she, you know, she's fucking crazy. Beautiful dog. Uh, part pit, part bloodhound, part something. We think Great Dane. We don't know. But she is a handful. Loyal, protective, loving, great fucking dog. Adopted us. We didn't adopt her. And I'll tell you what. If you were to try to break into this house, you'd have to contend with her and another that's a pit bull cur. And the pit bull cur is the runt of the litter, I guess. She was the runt of the litter wherever she came from. But uh, we adopted her, and uh, you don't want to fuck with BB. I'm just I'm letting you know. She's the runt, but she's... She's a bitch. I'm sorry. Just, she is. This is Danger Close USA. God bless America. I hope you all have a great Saturday. Enjoy my show. Remember, you can donate at Rusty Iron Johnson at PayPal. That's RustyIronJohnson at gmail.com. RustyIronJohnson at gmail.com for PayPal. be really great this holiday season. If someone could donate some money to me, I would really, 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 really appreciate it. God bless America. Hooah.